Welcome to Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense, with Dr. Fiona Lovely. Dr. Lovely is an expert on health, treating women and their families from around the world. Her specialities include endocrinology, functional neurology, and functional medicine. Please visit us at drlovely.com. And now, here's the doctor. Hello, listeners. Dr. Fiona Lovely here. This is Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast, Making Hormones Make Sense. So what I wanted to discuss today was the topic of brain fog. And this is a um, probably in the top three most common uh, complaints I hear from my patients when they are entering that sort of haze of perimenopause. And what's really interesting is this one of those ones that lasts long past the point where the hormones are fluctuating. So in an era where we have uh, dementia and Alzheimer's like we've never had before, in our history as human beings, uh, looking into what it means when you have brain fog and uh, what other systems might be involved and how we can solve the problem is really, uh, I think, an important topic to discuss. So, um, so let's go there. So when you have uh, the inability to have clear and focused thoughts, uh, to find words, if you find that you're losing words or you're you're uncertain of directions, uh, usually it's things that are new that you can't remember, whereas you can still tell anybody the phone number you had when you were a kid or what your best, best friend's address was when you were a kid. Um, that's the kind of thing. Also, the mental endurance starts to wane as well when we start to experience brain fog. Now, the way to look at it is brain fog is another way that we can uh, be sure that brain degeneration is in the process. That sounds super scary. The truth is we are in control of most of it. So let me pick it apart for you so that you can find the area that you think is probably most relevant for you, and then you can fix the problem. So um, first thing I want to talk about is inflammation with brain fog and brain degeneration. So what happens is uh, there are several factors that can cause our brains to become inflamed. And typically they are uh, things like food intolerances. So if you find that you're all of a sudden having food allergies when you never had them before, uh, that means that... um, you have excess inflammation in the body. And I'll uh, pull that apart a little more here in a second. Also, it can, uh, another sign of, um, of inflammation in the body is that your microbiome or your gut bugs aren't in the right amounts in the right places for you. That's a huge topic. I do plan to tackle it in a future um, podcast episode, but for right now, we're just going to talk about the gut bugs and say if the gut bugs aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing or they aren't even there in the appropriate amounts or the right kinds, then you can have inflammation. When you have inflammation, you have brain fog. 
if you have autoimmune issues, that's also something that can mean that one of the symptoms you have is brain fog, which then is connected to the inflammation of the gut, which then is connected to the autoimmunity. Again, huge, huge topics here. I'm really just touching on them very, very quickly, just to sort of give you some teasers, if you will. So when you have issues with your gut, food intolerances, autoimmunity, it all means that you can have what's called a leaky gut. And when you have a leaky gut, uh, in a very simplistic way, the stuff that leaks out of the gut crosses the blood-brain barrier, which is essentially designed to be impervious to things that can be harmful to us. Um, And now you have an inflamed brain. When your brain is inflamed, your frontal lobe becomes dampened. And the frontal lobe is the part of the brain that makes us human beings. The executive part of the brain that um, we derive all of the really good stuff about Uh, being the evolved creatures that we are, that comes from the frontal lobe. And when there's inflammation, uh, the frontal lobe gets dampened. Then what happens is you find that you're feeling lazy, you're not motivated, you're either hyper-emotional or you're just flat. You just are not reacting to the things that you normally would. And then depression comes from that as well. So that's the kind of thing that you want to look at when you're assessing whether or not your brain fog is something that is a matter of uh, chronic disease uh, related, or is it just a hormonal thing, or is it inflammation, is it blood sugar, is it something you can do about it? So blood sugar regulation is another big part of why it is that we get brain fog. When we have insulin spikes, it inflames the brain. So when we have... uh, a diet that doesn't give us enough blood sugar to sustain brain function, we have an inability to come up with um, normal thoughts, uh, certainly words, directions, and this sort of thing. So the way that you want to do deal with that is, and you've heard me say it many, many times, ladies, you need to eat smaller, more frequent meals that have protein as the number one and then healthy fats associated with it and then some carb, which of course is your vegetables. So making sure your blood sugar is is in an appropriate uh, place is really going to go a long way to making sure that brain fog stays at bay. Um, if your thyroid is off and you're either autoimmune thyroid or Hashimoto's thyroiditis or it's running too high or too low, brain fog is one of the, the first things that will show up in that situation. So making sure your, your thyroid is being tested and that you're paying attention to the kinds of symptoms that can show up with thyroid quite often. As I've talked about in other podcasts, women will have thyroid issues, but they'll be showing up as normal thyroid blood tests. So there are other ways to look at it, saliva tests, etc., that really can assess whether or not thyroid is an issue for you. Of course, stress, exhaustion, fatigue, and adrenal function can be a reason why you have brain fog as well. So looking to see whether or not are you managing stress well, because look, stress isn't going away, but what we can't do anything about that so much, at least not easily for most of us, but we can learn how to manage stress in a more healthy manner. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread, 
with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. So there's a couple of suggestions there as to where you can look and dive deeper if you are concerned about why it is your brain doesn't work the way it used to. Uh, for me, I'm I'm gluten-free. I have been for almost three years, and I am uh, very... Uh, I'm, I'm obsessed with it, really, because when I am exposed to wheat, rye, or barley, uh, not only am I sick... Uh, I'm sore everywhere and my brain just does not seem to work and I put on weight like crazy. So, you know, gluten-free isn't just a fad. There's actually really good reason that a lot of people are um, staying away from wheat and wheat products um, uh, that aren't celiac. I don't consider myself to be in that um, in that uh, uh, class too, but I avoid wheat like anybody else who might actually have uh, a celiac disease. Anyways, uh, so looking at that and saying, uh, and what I was going to say there was that when I eat wheat, my brain just kind of goes like nothing's working in there at all. <laughs> so I avoid it. It's important to me to avoid it so that I can stay sharp for my work. So if you're starting to feel some of those things, maybe you can look at whether or not diet is an issue for you. Okay, so uh, three things that I can give you right now that you can look at, because, you know, all of this stuff I've just talked about is really for a healthcare provider to pick apart for you. Um, however, you'll, you'll, be, you'll have an inclination towards one or maybe two of the things I talked about earlier. And that's where you want to start investigating. But really, getting yourself a good functional uh, practitioner can help you. Um, that can help you pay, uh, figure that out is, I think, a really important piece here. So, three things that you can do to keep your brain healthy while you're trying to figure out this other stuff: make sure you're eating smaller, more frequent meals that are protein with healthy fats and some carb as well. Making sure that you're getting movement on a daily basis. Now that does not need to be anything fancy. It can be walking the dog around the block. But when you uh, move your body, you increase your uh, blood perfusion to your brain, which then takes more oxygen to your brain tissues, which can help with brain fog. And also the brain loves stimulation. So make sure that you're not doing the same thing every single day of your life. Find new and novel things to do. Uh, maybe learn a new language, learn how to paint. The brain likes big, flashy, beautiful things to look at. So make sure that you are not just in the concrete jungle every day, that you're actually getting out in nature and looking at things, taking a trip and experiencing new things. This stuff can go an awful long way to figuring out whether or not brain fog is uh, something that you can work with yourself, uh, something that you should seek uh, care about. Certainly, if you feel like you're really forgetting things or you've got people in your life that are saying, hey, I think something's not right, you should go uh, to 
your primary care physician so that they can investigate that for you more thoroughly. If you wish to continue the conversation, don't hesitate to email me, drlovely at drlovely.expert. We have a Facebook page, Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense. You can meet the community there. And until next time, thanks for listening. Medical service. If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your healthcare provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your healthcare provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you.